0: Today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com right now and you'll get 50% off just about any item. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout.
1: Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason.
2: Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago and beyond, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode Six hundred and five of cognitive dissonance, Cecil.
0: Tom, we need to get in touch with Knowledge Fight. Oh, we do, and they got. We got to figure out our travel plans to go get Alex Jones's desk. We got to do. Because when he liquidates that shit, Alex Jones is going to have to liquidate a lot of things. Because he fire just lost, sale! he just lost all four Sandy Hook defamation Brother, cases. Brother, how great is that? It's a couple weeks old. This this story is a couple weeks old, right? It's going to be delicious, no matter how thing, leftover. You it is. already ate some of it on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Now you get a chance to eat the cranberry stuffing the next day. Yeah, this is right. This is your mashed potatoes and cranberry yeah, sandwich. That's is, what that is. is. It was what it better is. than the original uh, meal. So So good. It's just so delicious. I'm so happy because the things that he said and how he said them and the people he incited to chase these victims down... It was, it was abhorrent and you should not be able to say some things. You should not just be able to walk in and say, I am lying and I'm just able to do it. And I'm able to hurt people and ruin lives and make a poor guy move across country and change like, like he's a fucking CIA agent. He's got to change his fucking PO box every third day. Yeah. Because people are fucking posting his while well, grieving, yeah, and they're, they're posting his fucking social security number online. They're just—I mean, this this guy yeah. is just like he's like a life lock, like yeah, poster child because everybody just absolutely attacked the shit out of him. All these followers, two people were put away for it, uh, and then and then of course Alex Jones throughout the years made all kinds of statements about this sort of thing. I
2: don't thing. know. Did he though? Because what he said was, I barely talked about uh, Sandy Hook. Yeah, sure. Yeah,
0: well fuck you. I, clearly, you did. clearly you didn't. Because guess what? Alex Jones guilty in all four sta- Sandy Hook definition. Yeah.
2: And also guess what? Asshole! The internet's forever. Yeah. It's all recorded, kind of what, dumbass.
0: You Fucko! What
2: the fuck? The like, Wayback Machine will take me. There. I know. Need a dick? Fuck you, dude! Like you think you can just deny with well, this fucking video of you yammering for fucking ever about false flags and all the yeah. rest yeah. of this nonsense? It, what I what I think is what do we need to come to. Cecil is a place where we do have real, genuine, honest, protected freedom of speech. Freedom of speech is the inability for the government to dictate the kind of speech and the place that we engage in speech. But we do not need to have uh, a freedom of speech so great that those who are aggrieved by speech have no recourse. Yeah. And we're at a place where there is fucking recourse. There is tremendous recourse. And this is an accompanying article from uh, CNN Politics. Judge orders pro-Trump attorneys who
0: brought flip flivolous 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 i like that word actually i can name a dog flivolous that'd be a, cool that's a name great for, word a, that's a great name for an animal all right yeah flivolous. I'm gonna flivolous name, the hamster i was gonna say like a hamster
2: <laughs> with the name flivolous is so cute <laughs> all right i'll try that again yeah judge orders pro-trump attorneys who brought frivolous election fraud case to pay more than hundred and eighty thousand dollars to
0: defendants they sued and this is Dominion Voting and a couple other places yep. that, that wound up getting money from these. And these are just from, these are from the law, the lawyers and they won. Yep. So Fox News, Newsmax. Oh, it's coming. Uh, I, I wonder if they're going to be getting in a van going to pick up the Fox News desk. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh, it's
2: a fire sale of conservative media, oh, motherfuckers. Man. yeah. You know, the other thing that happened, is a fucking busy week. Yeah. The other thing that happened too is uh, a verdict was passed in the um Charlottesville yeah. case. So yeah, yeah, the fucking bigots that planned the Unite the Right rally, yep. they got sued. And we talked about this before and the weaponization of the system um that really further victimized yeah. people. Yeah. But that that came down and those motherfuckers, $26 million yeah. lawsuit yeah. settled in their favor. And that's a fucking judgment now. Yeah. Like the What's great about judgments is you can't bankrupt your way out of them. So if I have a judgment filed against me, I can't bankrupt and then that judgment goes away. Like if I owe Discover Card, once I have a judgment against me, that's it. It's like a student loan. It's it. It sits. <laughs> if it's a federal judgment, it sits for ten years. If it's a state judgment, it sits for twenty years. Twenty years, and it will affect any property that I own. It will. It will make it. It. Will, they can make your life. Hell on a judgment financially. So, the ruinous nature, the ruinous nature of this verdict is wonderful because, again, this is related to speech. This is really related to speech. That's what they were suing on. They said, look, there was a conspiracy. The conspiracy was you assholes getting together in what they called, by the way, the fash
3: loft.
0: Yeah. To plan this shit out. Well, and and the people certainly you'll recognize Richard Spencer's name, but Christopher Cantwell. Uh, Jason Kessler and Matthew Heimbach—they all got—they uh, were among the defendants—and you're talking about a judgment now against Richard Spencer. And Richard Spencer, before this ever judgment ever came out, was crying poor. Yeah. So you know, and this is this is going to hamstring all those people, hopefully, from having a, a normal life for a little while at least financially.
2: Yeah, well, and, you know, what's great is that one of these other fuckers is behind bar for assault. Richard Spencer's wife left him and also said that he beat the shit out of her. These people are ruined. Yeah. And I want to be clear, they should be ruined. They should be, yeah. They should be fucking ruined. And we might not be in a place where we have good criminal laws. And maybe we shouldn't. Maybe, though, the civil procedure is the way to go after this kind of stuff, and make it so expensive to engage in disinformation, misinformation, and egregious racial hatred. Make that, just make the cost of that terrifying. Yeah.
4: Tell me, JR, which slut are you going to stay with tonight?
5: What difference does it make? Whoever it is, it's got to be more interesting
2: than the slut I'm looking at right now. Oh, it's so, still going on. So, Tom, I want to cover this every week that Tom, it happens. This, is, Can we this please? is
0: still happening. This QAnon people are still showing up in Dallas, waiting for JFK to show up. The hundreds of them lined a bridge on the 22nd, it's a couple okay. weeks ago. They're still there. I know this. we're recording this ahead. This is a get out. but still I guarantee there. they're still there. And Vice covers this whole thing, basically talking about how one guy is just like essentially just... Dipping in on this whole group of people living down there yep. and just, and just, he's basically just sucking, he like is, sucking all the money off. Cause he's just like, oh no, this is going to happen and keep sending me money yep. and keep, <laughs> and keep me in this hotel and keep all my followers in this hotel. This is clearly a
2: grift. Like if anything was ever a fucking grift, this is so obviously a grift. It's the griftiest grift that ever grifted. It's fucking Fast and the Furious, it the is. fucking griftless. Are you kidding <laughs> it's me?
0: Griftening, right? What
2: it is, Holy shit! Yeah, this is, and they're so fucking gullible and goofy. At one point, they're like, "Oh, he's coming. We got the dates wrong. We should be using the Julian calendar." <laughs> and, and then then that fucking made up date passed. Yeah, and now there's guys. They're saying like, "We're just setting up camp." They're just they're, like, they're, he's coming back eventually. This is such an
0: acknowledgement that you're wrong this, to say, like, we have to move Tom, you have to read part of this, though, when they talk about the band. Oh. God, it's God, the okay, best. Hold wait, on a second. Um, we got to read this paragraph because they okay, talk about right, what they're singing.
2: All right. In videos shared by those in attendance, young children can be seen standing in the crowd holding QAnon signs late into the evening. One former follower of Protzman told Vice News last week that she witnessed children outside asleep on the ground in the early hours of the morning. When the group initially met two weeks ago. <laughs>
0: they just stayed on the ground. Two weeks, just, weeks ago. And then they just stayed on the ground. With they your just, kids. They just they took their kids and they're like, no, we're just going to lay here. We go. it's so important. We need to see John John come back. It's so important. We're going to just neglect our regular life. Should your kids you know, be in school? I mean, you know, you, you, they, they they have neglected the regularly yes, scheduled program. They have of their man, kids going I to know. school <laughs> and them existing and them going to like yoga class or whatever. Right, they're just down in fucking Dallas indefinitely, man. Can you,
2: I mean, and I asked this with real estate. Can you imagine if you had a loved one that had fallen for this? Because I think we just got lucky that we didn't.
0: You know, I because I have a really small family. There's a bunch of people that have fallen for cults like this in the past. I mean, look at the people who drank Kool-Aid with... was John Jones, Jim, Jim Jones. Jones, John Jones, UFC player. J- <laughs> punches guy. you in the face while you're trying to drink he your Kool-Aid. You drink the Kool-Aid. Or he drinks a Kool-Aid and then he drives his car drunk. Anyways, Kool-Aid's full of yeah. protein powder and creatine. <laughs> <laughs> and then a lot of alcohol and I just blew a red light. No, but... uh but the, uh, you know, the, the Jim Jones or whatever. And then there's other people, you know, the Heaven's Gate cult. And then there's a lots of other cults out there too. Oh like, yeah, the Moonies, like Moonies are huge. I mean, like real cults. These yeah. are cults that indoctrinate people. Right. Hell, the Mormons are a cult for crying For sure, out loud. yeah. So, you know, there's, there's cults out there where people are caught up in this. But you know, there's also some sort of normalcy to some of this cult life. You know what I mean? Like there's a little bit of normal. Yeah. This is there's no normalcy, this is dude. So bizarre and so off the wall. You're living in a hotel waiting for a celebrity to come back for what? Like you would know. Like here's the thing. If, let's just say, let's just say, for argument's sake, John John appears with Michael Jackson and whoever else. Because we'll get to it. We'll in a get minute. to it. We're guys. get to it. Yeah, it's like Michael Jackson and like Julius Caesar or something. <laughs> I don't know. it's like I was like all the people throughout history the picking. It's, it's just actually, like, a, it's like a, Bill and Ted's Excellent you know, it's Adventure. A, it's all the people that you put on the thing that you would like to have a dinner with or whatever <laughs> a dinner guest. It's like all the people. But in any case, they're talking about all these people. Like you would know. If you weren't there because John, John showed up and then there was a big publicity thing. So if I was at home and then I got up in the morning and I went to work and then I took the kids and they went to the rec center and I brought them back home and I did all my regular things and I made dinner and I'll, you know, all the things that I was going to do normally as a Q parent, instead I'm down there just like, like indefinitely waiting. Like, can't you get on with your life while you're indefinitely waiting for John, John? The thing is like. I understand wanting to
2: be there in the moment that history is made. I have a dream. Well, I got my fucking list of things I want to do in my life, Cecil. I want to see a spaceship take off. I want to see a that's rocket a cool thing. That's a take cool thing. off. Yeah. Like I want to stand there and I want to hear it and see it and I yeah. want to feel it because there's a sense of like, even though they're regular and routine at this yeah. point, to me, there's a sense of momentous occasion. Sure. And I want to no, be there That's cool. That's cool. That's cool it, right? Yeah. So I do understand and
0: sympathize, but at some point, watch it on TV, asshole. It's yeah. never going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I, I as much as I like wildlife and it would be cool to be on a safari or something, I will never go to Africa. Like right. it's, that's something it's just I want. Not to on do. your list. So I'm just like, cool. I'll just watch David Attenborough and he'll tell me all about it. Right. And I'll be good. And I'll be okay. And I'll and I'll and I'll learn to live with that. Yeah. And and I feel like I feel like if it if it if it's so important that you're neglecting your regular life then that's something what the fuck yeah so anyway there's more to come here so keep, yep. keep going as night fell and jfk once again
2: failed to reappear uh, which is which is poorly ap- appear yeah. he, he, he never appeared appear. initially so. i guess he
0: appeared when he was alive yeah i mean like many when he years jumped ago. out of a vagina years right? ago but yeah
2: the group gathered and recited the lord's prayer before breaking into her edition of we are the world a song co-written by michael <laughs> jackson <laughs> Could you
0: imagine what being down there? And then there's like there's like audio of them singing it. Guys, anyway. there's a lot of people here. Yeah, it's not like a little people. That's a lot of people. There's a man. lot of people. That's a lot of people. That's more people than we had in like Glasgow or Edinburgh. right Yeah.
2: Cecil, so I think that is honestly, I think that's more people than have ever come to see us live. Yeah. It's a lot of people. That's insane. It's a lot of people. Two weeks ago, when JFK failed to materialize. Protzman led his followers to a $300 a ticket Rolling Stones concert that was taking place in the city and now claims without any evidence <laughs> that the this band so had actually been replaced by Michael Jackson
0: playing Mick Jagger. Okay, well, we gotta stop there for a second. Because they don't, I don't look at all. Alike. I don't think you could. I don't know. I don't think. I mean, I know like. Jackson got a lot of work done, but there's not, you can't do that much work. Like you would need an excavator to make his mouth that big. Right? (laughs) I mean, come (laughs) This, what in this
2: scenario, which my mind is just, it's just like, I'm, I'm wrapped up in knots. Michael Jackson died years ago. Yeah. And was like, he died before QAnon. Yeah. So he died and then just,
0: what for a long time waited for QAnon to be born so right? that he could come back awesome. as Mick Jagger secretly <laughs> <Or be> like <laughs> what happened now I'm now I want to know what happened to Mick Jagger right like, Mick Jagger, we're down yeah. one Mick now, Jagger. I would not be surprised if Mick Jagger was taken out of the picture at some point. Um, the guy was probably entirely made of drugs in the sixties. Yeah. Like, so to me, like if he passed away tomorrow, I would not be a, no, I would not be surprised. It. He's see in it. his seventies, and he's and yes. he's uh, and he's made of like cocaine and barbiturates. If if both Mick Jagger
2: and Keith Richards. Had died years ago and somebody had just automatoned them up. Yeah. And they were just like robots with speakers in their face. <laughs> I would be like, unlikely, but believable. Yeah, un- <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, I get it. I would I be it. like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, we, make, no, all right, I'll take it. I'll take in it. this scenario, Michael Jackson died years before any of this happened, then just went into hiding uh, because, but he didn't die. And he then did. Neverland Ranch, he yes. doesn't live there. But so who knows? Yep. And then Mick Jagger. <laughs> I don't know. And anyway, it keeps and going. And Junior. Keeps... is Keith Richards. Right. But my
0: favorite reveal yes.
2: is, and Prince <laughs> is drummer Steve Jordan. Well, that's, that's your favorite reveal because I, the, my favorite is the next one coming. Up. Okay, go ahead. Well, one of the backing singers, one, was replaced by Aaliyah, the U.S. <laughs> singer who died in a plane crash in two thousand and one. What the fuck is Aaliyah doing as a backup singer? I know, right? She was like a star. She could be her own singer. Why wouldn't she just be a can, singer? Can you imagine? You die, and you don't die. You fake your death. You fake then you wait death. twenty years. Yeah, to be one of the
0: backup singers. <laughs> That's your reveal. That's, That's your, your huge big reveal. Huge reveal. You know, and also, too, like, like they, they picked these people. Why not just pick everybody on the stage? I mean, you're just making right. it up as you go along. <laughs> right. Why not just be like, and that one's Ablink? I know. I, mean, like, I know. Like, why not just make it all up? These people. You only made up a selective amount of it. There's still more people in the band and in the backup singers, Thank you. And it could be the roadies, could happen to be Vin Diesel or whatever. <laughs> like, there's a bunch of people we could pick here. I uh, don't think i have to be dead, though. They have to all, all to be sort of the do. other guy who died on the Fast and Furious <laughs> Well, what about what
2: about that guy who died like the fucking La Bamba guy? Like it's it doesn't seem oh, to matter yeah. how long no, it ago it was. No you have the whole
0: band of Leonard Skinner is in right. roadies. Yeah, like absolutely. Yeah. yeah, fuck
2: it, dude. Yeah. What about that guy who died in a plane crash like last year? Who's that guy? Uh was he a basketball guy who died in a plane crash no, last year? No, it was a
0: helicopter. It was, it was uh, Kobe Bryant.
2: There you go. Yeah. Why
0: is not he on the stage? I don't know. Fucking it every uh, two week, two or three weeks and ago. And it doesn't matter. I mean, like, seriously, like, black and white doesn't matter. Because, Literally, it because makes no difference. J- Michael Jackson is Mick Jagger, so it could be that the fucking basis is Kobe Bryant. Right. Absolutely, 100%.
2: Several weeks ago, when we were talking about this, because the story delightfully won't die, and I never want it to
0: now. No, I, I, I want them to. I want there to be, like, I want there to be, like, a temple. I want oh, them to build like a QAnon temple build a monument on to the shit. fucking grounds there where they oh, just God. constantly pilgrimage. Yes. Let's just go full 100%. fucking crazy, percent Yeah, anyway, you're saying.
2: But a few weeks ago, I was like, oh, I should pretend to be JFK. And then we looked it up and he's so much more handsome yeah, yeah. than I am. And he's 6'1", by the way. But I've realized that that taller, doesn't matter. Much taller. Yeah, man. but I'll just come back and be like, yeah, fuck you. Now I'm short and ugly. Who fucking cares? <laughs> it's a, because it literally doesn't matter anymore. I'm going to show up and be like, I'm JFK Jr., I'm JFK bitches. Jr. It doesn't matter because cause Mick Jagger doesn't look anything like Michael Jackson, Seriously, so it doesn't matter. Let's play it out. Okay. I'm fucking JFK Jr. Ask me anything about my life. Who's your mom? I don't know. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm JFK Jr. Your mom's Jacqueline Kennedy. She was probably Kennedy, a Kennedy.
0: Omanacis. I don't fucking care. <laughs> so like, you literally I are I so stupid. You, though. I you, can help you, I we can We could prep. I like don't think I have team. to.
2: I can just look at you and <laughs> say, you're so stupid, you'll believe anything.
0: My dad was Fuck a you.
2: brontosaurus.
6: just <laughs> making shit up. Just random shit. Holy uh, shit.
0: Oh, God, you can do it. I sh- we do should just it. go.
2: Just force of will. Dude, just show up and by sheer force of will, somebody should we be JFK started Jr. this.
0: We started this show 10 years ago. Tell me this was something you could have predicted. Tell me cuz no there's, no no there's no way man. There's no way. When we were looking at, at the crazy back then, there's no way that it would mutate to the crazy now. There's no, no. way. There's no fucking way man. I don't care what conspiracy no. No. it was. Because because 10 years ago, the height of
2: absurdity was when a vice presidential candidate wrote a few answers on a yep. hand. Yep. That was yep.
0: seriously guys, ten. 10 years ago. That was the height of the absurd, and she was below average intelligence. Right, she was just like kind of a dopey person, and that we were, was and that was the height of absurdity. The, the, I mean, no end. Yeah, no, no end. No, I mean, like my eyes shot off like I was a cartoon dog. I was like, right. go, 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 I go, know, go 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 go, go, go. and then they went back out of my head. <laughs> like that's what. Yeah, fast forward ten years, yeah. and here we are. Yeah, and you, you could here's the write thing. This. Here's the thing. Like, like if you put if you put Sarah Palin and like. Bolbert and Marjorie Taylor Greene and Gates in the same room and gave them the SAT. Sarah Palin oh, would fucking crush them. She, she would yes. crush them. She would she would fuck them she raw. Would fucking absolutely. They're 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 like and uh, Trump too. Like genuinely oh, Trump. too. Holy shit. Like, why well, don't know. Person, man, Trump. woman,
2: camera. She's on so. TV. You forgot? The TV. <laughs> I forgot TV. Forgot the TV. Holy shit. God, that's a crazy thing to think about.
7: I don't know why anybody does drugs.
6: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I should uh, go do this.
6: You should. I'll see you around. See you around. See ya.
2: This story comes from the Washington Post. Insulin price caps are on the horizon. So a couple of things about this story I want to throw over to you, Cecil. Um, the first is that what they're talking about is insulin price caps um, being capped at, I think, $35 as part of the social infrastructure bill. Yeah. And the Democrats are making a lot of noise about this because if the Republicans push back on it, there are millions of people who take insulin. So this yeah. is a really nice leverage sure. point. And it's genuinely something wonderful
0: to give to people. And it crosses party lines. Right. Yeah. Right.
2: And then I just
0: also want to add also, the price should be zero. Dude, dude, it's so expensive. It's so expensive the amount of money it costs for people to have insulin. It's like a fucking. It's like a fucking brand new PlayStation worth. Like, I mean, it's like, it's so expensive, dude. That's crazy. I mean, it's so like mind boggling expensive. And it's, and this is something that people need to live. I didn't know it was a This is not a thing that's like, that's like. Optional. Optional. You know, you can't just, you can't just kind of be like, well, I can go without my insulin today.
2: Yeah. Like I take uh, uh, Omeprazole for like uh, gastric reflux. And every once in a while I forget it. And nothing bad happens except for I have, like, a little bit of a cough in the morning. And I'm like, oh, I should have taken my fucking gastric – my old man
0: gastric reflux medicine, right? If I don't take my insulin, it's like, oh, I'm in a coma. You can – I mean, you can die. Like, people people have to make a decision. And you're talking about, you know, how every single – Insurance company should a hundred percent make this free, right? But then, if you can't afford insurance in this company, a country, it should a hundred percent be free. Yeah, we should just we should just
2: have a nationalized healthcare system where people just get medicine I because mean, they need medicine. It's
0: so pathetic to make a, a, such a large group of of humans on that we could easily fix not be fixed.
2: I know, like people are making real choices. About, like, holy shit, am I gonna get my car repaired? Am I gonna keep my heat it's on? It's so expensive, and dude. It's, it's so expensive. Crazy. If you live anywhere else, so I, I have to, I know, I already know no, that we it, are gonna get emails it, it, other, yeah, from listeners.
0: From Canada, from UK, from every place. Because they pay zero dollars.
2: They, they, they pay zero. And we're trying to get it to be like, you know, Three
0: times the cost of Netflix. $35 is not an, it's not, I mean, I'll tell you what, there's been times in my life and I know there's been times in your life
2: Yep. where you've had to
0: make, (laughs) make a decision on $35. For fucking sure. Now I'm not at that position anymore in my life Right. because I have a a pretty good job. My wife has a pretty good job, right? So like, like we're not at that position anymore, but there was times in our life where we made that decision and said, no, we can't. And there was times in my life as a young man living with my parents where that was an it was a, a pie in the sky number. Yep, that was a number that was unobtainable. So imagine if you're somebody who's on poverty. Imagine if you're somebody who's homeless. Imagine if you're somebody who you know. Are we saying those people deserve to die? Is yep. that because that's what we're saying? That's, that, so that's what saying, we're saying when we put a price tag that, on. This.
2: That is literally the yeah. actual thing that we're yeah. saying. And Republicans are are saying, well, our our plan would say that once you've met your deductible, then we cap it at fifty dollars. Once you've met your deductible, yeah. your deductible,
0: like your deductible. This is like, hundreds of dollars worth of My stuff deductible is thousands month. of yeah. dollars. Well, it's, I mean, but it's like hundreds of dollars a month. Right. That you're just, that's, that's who has hundreds of dollars a month that they're just like, that's extra cash. That's extra in cash. That's so much money. Holy fuck. Yeah. And, and
2: it's not like insulin. And there, there's a lot of conversation. It's the wrong conversation about medicine. We talk about it like, oh, that's for like new, that's for research and development but they're gouging us on shit yeah. like insulin. Yeah. Insulin's fucking decades old. Insulin we didn't is just recurring come up with to.
0: insulin. Insulin is recurring, too. I know, but like- You know, like that's the thing. That's why it costs so much. Right. Because they want to make sure that they make- And this is an example, right? Here's your example, folks that don't believe in a vaccine and they think that COVID's a hoax or whatever. Here's your example of medical companies being fuckers, right? Right. Here's your- This is what you should be outraged at. This is a This is a real thing that medical companies are doing and that- that are, that are that Medical institutions are doing to real people. This is a real thing, and so like, be upset about this. This is a thing you should be mad about.
2: It's it's a fucking bonkers. I am so glad. Actually, I'm so glad that the Democrats are. I think very wisely leveraging this point. Fight this. Fuck you. Fight this. You got crazy. I I think every. I think every fucking Republican who votes against this, you want to look them in the eye and say, "You voted against price caps on insulin."
0: Yeah you voted to bankrupt that my fucking mom never stops mom. and that never stops never. that never stops because you, you never always that did, that. You yeah. did that once you, you that did that once you always did that yeah yep. and then you don't get to take credit for this when this passes you don't oh, get they to will. go and back to will. your fucking people and say oh I got your insulin cheaper even though you fucking voted against yep. it you fucking asshole
5: you know another really good business teeny tiny baby coffins you can get them in frog green fire engine red really The antibodies in Yummy Mummy only protect the kid for six months, which is why these companies think they can gouge you. They think that you'll spend whatever they ask to keep your kid alive. Want to change things? Prove them wrong. A few hundred parents like you decide they'd rather let their kid die than cough up 40 bucks for a vaccination. Believe me, prices will drop really fast.
2: This story comes in the Daily Beast as well. Seven from anti-vax doctors' COVID conference fall sick within days. And what's amazing about this story is seven people from the same fucking anti-science conference get covid and they're like it wasn't from the conference it was from the airports they went through. Right. They claim it was from the air the airports that they went cuz they they were all according to this guy they
0: were all healthy when they arrived. Well, I mean clearly he's Dr. Tom. Oh, well, that's true. So, you know, yeah. <clears throat> this is the what this is the thing that that's the toughest thing to deal with. Is that there's doctors out there yep. with that have gone through medical school that either know that there's a pay to, to be made, or know that they or or just they weren't very smart, or I don't know what it is. I don't yep. know what I don't know what gets a doctor into this mindset. I don't know what gets a nurse into this mindset. I don't know what gets a you know a healthcare practitioner a, 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 a an aide at a fucking nursing home. I don't right. know what gets them into this mindset, but they carry with them some weight. They carry with them a weight of Expertise, right? And they wield that, wield that, and people will glom on to this jackass and use him as the one person who's yep. going to come out and say, "Yeah, that's the guy. That's that's my guy. That's who I follow on Facebook, and he knows his stuff, and he's a doctor, and he's unassailable." Well, and and they'll do that like
2: bullshit. Like, well, you listen to your doctor, and I listen to my doctor. Yeah, and my doctor is is this person. Well, first of all, it's probably not your actual doctor. But like, the doctor I listen to is this guy, and you listen to Fauci. Yeah, and it's like, well, first of all, not all doctors are created or not all doctors are educated equally when it comes to infectious disease, right? A podiatrist, for example, is an MD. Yeah, but they are not well equipped to speak about epidemiology sure. and virology, yeah. right? We should listen to infectious disease experts when it comes to infectious yeah. disease. And if, if I, I think, corn, I'll go to you or right. whatever. Yeah. But it, like in exactly the same way that we only go to specialists for specialist stuff, right? I go cars. to a cardiologist for my heart. Yeah, or for, I mean, just right. cars. Right, I go I, to a body
0: shop guy for a body shop thing.
2: Exactly. What this also teaches us is that there is no perfect inoculation for any virus, whether that virus is disinformation and poor thinking right, yeah, and yeah. conspiratorial no, very belief. Point,
0: very good point, yeah.
2: So going to med
0: school is not a perfect inoculation. No, no. Still, we have breakthroughs <clears throat> on occasion. <laughs> well, yeah, breakthrough yeah. infection, you know, and, and that's absolutely true. Yeah, yeah, think about how many doctors
2: you know that are super religious. Yeah. And religious thinking is clearly at odds with scientific method thinking
0: look at two two famous doctors in congress the pauls oh yeah i mean yeah, i guess great one example. paul isn't in there anymore but was for a while <laughs> true you know but like i mean it's yeah. the, the two pauls right. both of them famous doctors one of them's a doctor questioning fauci about methodology <clears> when <throat> fauci told him he's lying like yep. told him he's lying to cuz he's doing it just for political reasons. Right. And again, it we are in this this weird position where no one is willing to look at objective truth and people are only taking their subjective truth. You know, I mean yes. like like I'm willing to I I I I want to admit that I'm willing to hear any objective truth about COVID. Objective truth. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I'm willing right. to, if it, yeah. if it comes back that, you know, down the road. That is from a lab or
2: something. Like, or, I would listen yeah, to that. Yeah,
0: or down the road, they find out that there's something that happens with one of the vaccines and there's a right. higher chance. Of, I want to know about it. I want, Of course, I yeah. want to know about it. I don't think that that's going to happen, but I'm just saying, like, I want to know about it. But what the problem is, is that is that there's just this blatant, on one side of the fence, there's just this blatant disregard for reality, yeah. which is so disheartening. Mm-hmm. And these are experts. These are people who wield expertise to all the people that follow them. This guy comes back and there's seven of these doctors, seven of these doctors that got together on this thing, got sick with this stuff. And some of these guys aren't young. They're not, I, I mean, one of these, one or two of these guys could die. You know, I mean, you are seeing, you know, at least what I'm seeing when I see the people who die, at least on the the, the places that I see it, there is some... Severe comorbidities, which cause people to, you know, right. to to decline way faster than other people. Um, so it's possible. And 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 here's the thing: like there's there's a percentage chance, a good percentage chance you're not gonna die from COVID. Right. You're gonna get sick from it. But we don't know the long-term effects. Like I know they're arguing right now about the long-term effects of the vaccine. Well, guess what? We don't know the long-term effects of COVID.
2: I don't understand why that's not scarier. Vaccine, we know everything that's in it because we put it in it. The virus is an entirely unknown. I'm going to say entity. I know it's not alive. It's an entirely unknown entity. And we have no idea and no way to come to knowledge without just waiting it out to see what's going to happen. We know, though, there are a host of other viral infections that can linger and that can cause illness down the road. And we should do everything in our power to not get sick yes. right yeah because the better the better health alternative is to not get sick in the first place it is never the best alternative to get sick and then gamble that your immune system will beat it, and then gamble that your immune system will continue to keep yeah. it in check
0: forever. And then there's, I mean, there's all the other collateral damage that comes with getting sick because right. you don't know how long you've been infected. You go to work or you go visit somebody and you could get somebody else sick, and then they could get somebody sick who's close to them that happens to be immunocompromised. Right. It's a it's a domino effect that can really fuck a lot of people up.
2: And if you only care about you, it's expensive in America to get sick. Yeah. We were just talking about insulin. It's expensive to get sick. Yes, The temperature hike has caused
4: glaciers to shrink and go backward, leaving lakes of melted glacier water in their wake. A shift in these collapsing glaciers puts pressure on the lakes, forcing them to overflow their natural limits and killing, this morning, 14 people, not spotted owls. Are you telling me that the deaths this morning are the first fatalities of global warming? They're definitely global warming fatalities, but I doubt that they're the first.
2: So this article is from grist.org, and I just thought it was great. Ah uh, climate change deniers are over attacking the science now they attack the solutions so this article really describes a shift and I thought about this Cecil and what I thought this describes so it describes a shift from outright denial right yeah. so for a long time uh the, the the right was sort of um hey this isn't happening at all yeah and if it's happening it's not caused by people. Sure. and I and and that, Conversation is mostly over.
0: There was a constant moving of the goalposts for like right. 30 or 40 years. There was a we're not doing it at all. It's actually global cooling. Right. Oh, you know yeah. what's happening is, is the sun has this thing. Okay, well, that's not it. It's actually this. Okay, that's not it. It's at this. Okay, maybe it's happening, but it's not really doing this, and we're not causing it. Right. Okay, this and this. And there's always been this sort of pulling back, like each time, like there's a there's sort of this acquiescence get to evidence and at some then, point. But they're still they're still saying yeah, but right constantly.
2: And what I think is interesting is that is happening now is now now the conversation has shifted or is beginning to shift to where it's like all right, well we it's fine climate change you, you got me and fine anthropogenic climate change it's us you got me, but let's not do anything to fix it because it's too expensive at this and that. And I thought that's all we're finally at the root. Yeah, the root was never. I don't actually believe in it. The root was always I don't want to believe in it because I don't want to do the work to fix it. Yeah. Because I don't want to make the sacrifices. Or, because I don't want to give up fossil fuels or yeah. stop
0: making money. I, exactly. I think it's mostly the la- the latter, the last thing you mentioned. Yeah. I don't want to give up I don't want to give up this privileged position that I sit in where I've been controlling a market full of fossil fuels forever. Yeah. And you know, we've we've seen how large corporations and groups of large corporations can manipulate things politically we saw it with cigarettes you know what I mean like you saw for years they were able to stifle this push about cigarettes being harmful and they were able to do it for years yep. and years and yep. years and years and years and you know and then you know people kept dying and kept dying and they're like come on there's got to be something to this that the, the link is the cigarettes eventually it comes out but you know for years the cigarette companies were able to like, slow that down. And the same thing happens with fossil fuels. For years, the fossil fuel companies and, you know, the car companies who don't want to spend the money to change and, yep, you know, yep. all the people that benefit off of fossil fuels, they're all, they're all, and they're all complicit. Yep. They all want to, they all want this to slow down. They all want this to stall because this changes their whole profit model. This changes everything for them. You know, cars
2: are a great example. The reason there's a seatbelt in every car is because there's a law. Yeah. It's not because, Manufacturers of cars all said, Hey, you know what's really a great safety device is the seatbelt. We should put them in all of our cars because yeah, it yeah. just makes sense. You know, the, the reason that there is a seatbelt in every car is because it's law for it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You know, I think if I'm not mistaken, I think Volvo put seatbelts in cars before the law was passed. And I think at some point it just takes legislation to fix things. Yeah. Yeah. Because it just does. And- because the profit motive says,
0: I don't want to spend an extra dollar. And that's, I mean, that that plays out in the current market that we're in now too, where you're like, yeah, there's electric cars in the market, but they're not the norm. Right. You know, so exactly. yeah, your Volvo has its safety belts, but it's not the norm. It's right. not the one thing that everybody's yeah. like, oh yeah, like everybody's going to follow Volvo's footsteps because they're doing the right thing or they're doing a thing to keep people safe. No, they were selling safety. Right. Yeah, the they, same For the same exactly. reason that Tesla is selling innovation and technology and, yep. and you know, uh Running off of a different grid, you know what I mean? Yeah, I
2: don't think Elon Musk is an environmentalist. Yeah, I, don't. I think Elon Musk is a fucking
0: capitalist. Well, I mean, I, I think he saw w- something early on, took over, took over somebody else's company, and used, yes. used you know uh, the the buying power that mm. he had to try to push this thing as the one. I mean, because it was really the one the one company for the longest time that was actually an electronic car company. Now there's more. Right. But in the beginning, there wasn't a lot of them. For a long time. And, you know, we can easily change. And we talked about it a couple of weeks ago when we talked about Biden going in and just signing things, executive orders. I really feel like this is how you got to do it. Executive order some environmental stuff now. Get it started now because this stuff is so important. And it's, and right now... What they're fighting against is these little things, these these ways to be like, yeah, but I don't want to change because of this. And be like, well, now you have to. Right. Well, now you have we to.
2: Just, we just, we, once we've shifted the argument from it's not real anymore to I don't like the solutions, now we're done. Yeah. Now we're done. Now, tough shit. Nobody's going to like the solutions. And I do get it, right? Like at some point, someone's going to lose their job in the fucking coal factory or whatever. That sucks, coal yeah. factory. Coal, the coal mine yeah. or the, the, yeah, the, yeah, coal, yeah, yeah. the coal power plant. I don't want to pretend that that doesn't suck for that individual. That's just also not how public policy works. Yeah. Public policy is for the public.
0: I don't want to talk about this, to Tom. There's They're talking about in this about an app called Cranky Uncle. So good. And Cranky Uncle is an app that shows you your cranky uncle like at you know, fucking Thanksgiving. And this app basically presents these crazy, like crazy conspiracies and et cetera, so that you could sort of help share with other people how crazy this sounds in an app form. Right. And I just love this idea that right now there's there's some way to, you know, use the cell phone against somebody. I know. I kind of want to download it. Did yeah, you download I it? I didn't. know I, didn't I should cancel. download it and play it. Yeah. But it's a game called Cranky Uncle. And it's, you know, it's each one is is, you know, it's a, Basically the idea is, is that it's a it's a free app and the uh you know it, it it's a quiz, kind of like a quiz game that you can play. But I, I suspect you could also give it to other people, put it on your phone and give it to somebody right. who's, you know, might be on the fence about some things and you might be able to be convinced by something that's not that they're not so emotionally attached to, because they're emotionally attached to you right. in that's some true. way. Yeah. You know, and they're not emotionally attached to your phone. You know, so if there's a way that you can get somebody, I mean anything that we can do to decide to try to stem the tide of misinformation. And right now, these these companies that are, you know, trying to stop and slow this stuff down, they're the ones where this all this stuff is coming from. They are, man. They're the genesis of all this because yep. they have they have money to lose.
2: And they've been proven to be the genesis of of this for a long time. It, you know, the the oil companies, the big oil companies, have had good, solid, irrefutable data on the impact of carbon on the environment. And they've had this for decades. This is not conspiracy shit. Yeah, no. They've had this for decades and decades and they have buried it and they have yeah. actively promoted policies that were in direct opposition to their own findings, their own evidence-based findings because it doesn't meet their bottom line.
6: Yeah. <laughs> oh, Elma would love to help.
1: Denise, could you come here for a second?
6: Wow, hoppa, hoppa.
1: You be the patient and I'll be the doctor. Don't worry, buddy. I'm gonna take care of you.
6: Elmo knows that together, we can get through this. And scene. I get it now. Oh, yeah! She got the, she got the, yeah baby, yeah baby, yeah baby. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Okay, easy buddy.
6: What, she your woman?
2: This is the best. This is the straight up best. This season.
0: is one of those moments where you're like, where do we live again? I know. Why? What is happening?
2: This is from uh, Business Insider. CPAC bans Sesame Street characters from its upcoming Orlando conference, citing Big Bird's endorsement of vaccines. Motherfuckers, you heard that. You, you. I'm reading it again. Yeah. I'm reading it again. Read it again. This is actually a news
0: story. This is reality,
2: guys. Again, do you remember when like the biggest story was, oh, she wrote something on her hand? Yeah. 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 Now CPAC bans Sesame Street from its upcoming Orlando conference because of Big Bird's endorsement of vaccines. And
0: you know, the person who's on the side of of banning them and who's attacking them is Ted Cruz. Yeah. You know. Fucking! If there was a human Muppet, it's Ted Cruz. <laughs> but but you know this is what's so disgusting about this is these are these are people who are in charge of a lot of stuff. I know this is know. not this is not a job someone should take lightly. Yeah. this is not this is not a job that's like a blow off job you get in, in your gap year between high school <laughs> and fucking college. This is a fucking job where a lot of human beings rely on you to to make the right decisions and to say the right things. And when you come out and you say what he said in here, I want to read Ted Cruz's fucking dumb faced fucking tweet here. Sesame Street tweeted, I got the COVID vaccine today. My wing is feeling a little sore, but I give my body a little extra protective boost that it needs, that that keeps me and others healthy. That was Big Bird, wrote that in a tweet. I don't know if it's a Big Bird account or if it's the Sesame Street account, but in any case, Republicans like Texas Senator Ted Cruz criticized the tweet and claimed the children's character was used to indoctrinate kids, government propaganda, for your five-year-old, look, man. It's not government propaganda to get the fucking vaccine. That's not government propaganda, you fucking idiot. Like, use use your words, Ted. You don't you don't even know what you're talking about. Like, fucking, it's health policy. It's public health policy. Also,
2: like, you're part of the government, asshole. Maybe this is the kind of propaganda we should do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, shit, if the government is going to be engaged in propaganda, it is appropriate for the propaganda to be like, hey, here's a solution to an enormous problem, and it's free, and you can all have it, because that's what the vaccine is. Yeah, A solution to an enormous public health and economic crisis, yeah. and it's free. So, like, what the fuck else is government supposed to do except for to let people know? Yeah. Also, last time I checked, Big Bird doesn't work for the government. Yeah. How is that government propaganda?
0: I just because it's fucking PBS? Because it's, it's funded by viewers like you. Get a get a <laughs> tote bag full of vaccines. Right? <laughs> I, I thought a couple
2: of things too. Like Big Bird tweeted this out. Big Bird should be the only one tweeting anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. That's it. Nicely done. Thank you. Yeah, I like Thank that.
2: you. Yeah. But like, did they think Big Bird was gonna go? Did they think Big Bird is I know. real? I know. That's, big Bird is like, I oh, didn't get invited. Big Bird
0: isn't at home because Big Bird isn't a thing. I, but, that's fiction. But again, I think it's just a big joke where they're like, not invited are these people because they're indoctrinating your kid. No, thank you, Big well, Bird. Yeah.
2: But you know what else? It's Big Bird, Bert, and Ernie. Yeah. But Bert and Ernie didn't have anything to fucking do with it. But Bert and Ernie are widely thought to be gay. <laughs> yeah. So they get lumped in with fucking Big Bird because yeah. it's like, you know what? We're not going to say you're not invited because you're gay because you don't have penises and stuff because you're puppets. They're
0: so mad. They're mad at like Muppets, man. They're we talked, so mad we at about these about Muppets. That. We talked about the guy a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Trying to be mad at a Muppet, season. Getting Cecil. mad at a Muppet. And so like these people are just upset at Muppets, man. Holy fuck. How fucking small is your life the, that you're mad at a Muppet? The Big Bird thing just blows me away because you're just like, look, man having kids getting this vaccine gets them back into school. is that what we want?
2: Literally this week in my daughter's school, one of the kids has COVID. So now everybody, before they return to school, all the kids have to go and get COVID tests because she's at an age where, best case scenario, they've gotten one shot. It's The timing-wise, it's impossible for them to have gotten both shots already. So we got this email, I think, Friday night that in her class, somebody has COVID and she's got one of the vaccinations. She doesn't sit near this kid and they all wear masks. And so, like, fine, but we don't wanna shut the schools down. Yeah. Remember last year, shutting the schools down did terrible damage to the kids in that school. It's not good news. Yeah. We should be embracing the solution. It's fucking insane to me that it's like, well, fuck the solution. That's yeah. big government. And You're it's not like, just kids,
0: what, man. It's like, you know, there's teachers in that school, elderly people that go to school that make sure school happens. These are these are your constituents, Ted. I know. These are people who fucking vote for you that are like the fucking lunch lady or the fucking school nurse or the, you know, the janitor or the dean or whatever it is. There's a hundred different people that make a school run and they could be a teacher or anything else, a groundskeeper, whatever. There's all kinds of jobs that are associated with school and they're not just kids that are getting it. It's- You know, it's adults and it's kids that can pass it. And so like, you know, just making sure that everybody at the school has an opportunity to be vaccinated and not have to do this. And then suddenly... You know, you can send your kids to school and then you can go back into the office if you need to or whatever it right, is. Right. Because now you're you're you don't have to worry about also being childcare as well as a parent all the time, which most parents had to do for the entirety of last year. Right. And they could suddenly be like, hey, I'm gonna pass my kid off to the t- to the school for the eight hours that they're there. And then I pick them up and they're safe while they're there. Like, why are we against this? Why are we against children know, being safe and people who teach them being safe? We're What the fuck is happening? We are so entrenched in one person's feelings. Yes. One person's feelings that we're willing to do things like put all our children and all their caretakers in danger. In terrible danger.
8: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Where are we? Huh? I don't know. What are these? What are all these people doing? Sounds like they're reading ads. What kind of hellscape is this? I don't know. Maybe just start reading our ads. Okay. Can you play some music, Gary? Uh, yeah, I got a good one. Yeah, that's good. Uh, oh, 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 do you like to get fucked? Well, when you go to adamandeve.com and use code GLORY, you. What? shit. What is that? Don't move. Okay.
4: What the fuck? Don't move.
8: I'm not moving, Gary. What is happening?
6: Look, there's a timer. Okay, what does that do? Oh, wait, I get it. What? Unfreeze. Okay. Did you watch that
8: show on Netflix? What is Netflix?
6: I gave you my password. Freeze! Stop, mom.
8: I was a little busy, what with the robot uprising and us in trans-dimensional distress. Okay, okay. I'm sorry I didn't have time to watch porn.
6: Okay, the TLBR is that they can only nut during green light and gotta hold it during red.
8: Oh, how original. So we
6: have to wait, freeze? Oh, shit! To finish the ad in less than 33 seconds,
8: but only during the green light. So read Uh, it! uh, Okay, when you use code GLORY, you get 50% off on plus any one item, then you get 10 awesome items. Six sexy free move. These. 15 seconds. A free gift for you, a free gift for them, and a gift for both of you to join, plus free shipping. 10 seconds. Uh, Use code GLORY, that's G L O R Y, Glory, at checkout at adamandeve.com. Wait, there's another page! Five seconds! Uh, we've all heard about the supply chain issues and delivery issues every day on the news. So, don't wait on your item and even order. Shop now, shop early!
6: Freeze! Was that the end of the ad? No. Oh, crap. Hurry while supplies (laughs) last! Scary! The
8: The word, Time stop? Oh, no. Fuck, no. We're not going to that show. Wait, JoJo? How about no-no? We
6: are definitely not going with them. Oh? Yo, Ziggy is a babe. Let's go. I'm not sure
8: we should. What risk can happen? Uh, we get cancelled? Let's go. Al, me That's up. a different...
4: Oh, crap. Send Fine, Wisdom. Roll the theme music. Gloria
8: go.
0: powering through another year of vulgarity for charity and we wouldn't even be here if it weren't for the guys who thought of it and invited us along. Welcome back, Heath, Noah. Oh, and uh, Eli, too. Also oh, Eli. There. He yeah. helped.
1: Yeah. Shake and bake. Yeah. Mom said we he had did. to bring <laughs> him. <so>. Yay? Yeah. <laughs> My mom shook me so that we could bake this
9: vulgarity for charity. That's right.
0: <laughs> also joining us tonight is a woman who's best described as their abductee, okay. Santa Maria. Kara, thanks for slumming with us.
7: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do always love talking to you guys. What I hate is watching god-awful movies before I have to talk to you guys. So basically, this is like the best thing you've ever asked me to do. go. <laughs> <right. laughs> <laughs>
0: So you all know the game. Folks tossed in a whopping
8: $212,168.06, meaning with the match donation that makes it $424,336.12.
0: For ModestNeeds.org, and we're going to reward those generous folks with a proper scalding care out. You're kind of new to this, so for clarity, this is the part of the show where you say what you think out loud.
7: You all smell like anxious roast beef.
0: What? Uh, we meant about the roasties, Kara.
7: Well, now you all smell like roast beef and you're bad at giving directions, so thanks
0: okay, for that. Okay, whatever.
5: <laughs> <The compliment. laughs> oh, roast beef is right delicious,
0: and it smells good.
1: And anxiety <laughs> is helpful. Kara oh, enjoys us. Make Go ahead. Accomplished. <laughs> sure, whatever. Medical whatever. condition.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before we <laughs> <laughs> jump right in, we need to thank our favorite form of donor, those who gave us money without a roast request. Apparently, these weirdos have no enemies, and... How could they not? They're giving away free money to poor people. So shout out to Christopher F., Sean, Janice W., Lisa B., Colby, Dustin, Lauren B., and Kate for tossing us some
1: cash. And uh, uh, thanks for Hoopst. Eli, did you write this? <laughs> yeah, Eli wrote it. A thanks, it's A, a thanks a for Holmes Holmes. There. there is due even more bigness. Oh, there it is. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, right. there, yeah. oh, there <laughs> it right. is. Daniel, John J., Jenna W., Derek D., Buck and Lisa and Scott P. Don't forget Rachel
9: K., Chuck C., Jesse T., JJ, Eric D., and Adam R.
2: How good I? And of course, Bradley A., Amy I., Maria Del, Robert S., and Andrew W.
0: And those are just some of the generous people who donated out of the kindness of their hearts and not the malice in their souls we'll continue to I could think of some too if drive. I wanted to I've chosen
5: not to let's, name let's, other let's, extra people here
0: you'll get some when another person writes it maybe when you write it
5: I, I did and I wrote the next one that we're doing
0: let's
9: and we all said something
5: in this part yeah.
9: so if the structure seems like all, off on the next episode yeah. that's,
0: oh let's get this going here yeah, no, you're, uh, well, you're much more organized, organized. One's that's for a good you. point <laughs> <laughs> before this turns into an all out fight why don't you start us off with Diana's cheating ex-hubby
1: yeah so I don't have much to go on physically Uh, she said a pic but honestly it looks like it was taken from 600 yards away through a rifle scope at dusk and I give him what an asshole he is I feel like that's how his picture should be taken um But, dude, it says a lot when you groom a teenager that's 14 years your junior and still manage to be the childish one in the fucking relationship. You're a pathetic, narcissistic coward, and your neck is so thick it looks like your head is being squirted (laughs) out of your rib cage.
2: (laughs) Now we're going after thick necks. This is great. Um, Uh, I feel uh,
0: personally attacked. All right, Heath, you're up next. Taru would like a roast of Christian Children's Entertainment. Hi, Taru, what's
1: up? Oh, we just do that for a living, yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: so Christian Children's Entertainment.
5: It's creepy regardless of how you combine those words, like Christian (laughs) Children's Entertainment or Christian Children's (laughs) Entertainment, like the music bonfire. And the creepiest part is the evil turn because it's inevitable. Like, I read your book I know it's coming. It's going to be evil soon. So they're doing some cutesy song and following the leader. And God will murder the heathens until their blood runs shoulder deep on a horse. (laughs) The leader. leader. Stab your son with a knife right now because God said so. Do it. Do it right now. Stab your son. The leader. (laughs) It's terrifying.
0: (laughs) And Eli, Janie would like a roast of her co-workers Jessica and Jonathan.
9: Oh, Jessica and Jonathan look like they're being thrown out of an ethnically troubling tiki bar because he didn't like the way that mechanical bull was looking. <laughs> <inside>. <laughs> they look like the uh, worst thing to happen to a country music festival since the. Bump oh, God, yes! oh, oh, Christ. They're going to have their first child because she took a smarty instead of the morning. <laughs>
0: <ago. Okay. laughs> God <damn> would, it! <sighs> Kara, first of many roast requests for you, Kelly B. would like you to roast Simone Gold of America's Frontline (laughs) Doctor.
7: Fantastic. Okay. Let's see how I do here. So, don't let the Doctors Without Borders adjacent name fool you. This person does not work for Doctors Without Borders. This person is the idiot who stood outside of the White House in her Halloween adventure lab coat with the <laughs> demons give you wet dreams, lady, remember her, yeah. And told yeah. everybody how if you take ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, you definitely won't die from COVID. Oh, and she was also one of the Coup cosplayers on January 6th. Yeah. Somehow Simone Gold survived When 5.2 million innocent people Have died worldwide Fuck this bitch She looks like the crib keeper Dressed up for a date night The bags under her eyes are so big I can only assume they're full of all the Excess blood that didn't fit on her hands
1: <laughs> Alright Cecil I got one for you here uh, Angie would like a roast of her stepfather, Phil.
0: Phil drives around in a truck all day getting tuned up by conservative radio and then comes home to tell everyone how he finally figured out how Trump can still be president. <laughs> you see, all you got to do is not count the illegal votes, guys. That's how you do it. You're an example of how some shower thoughts, we should just let them go down the drain, man. You're... And your face looks like a high caliber exit wound on ballistic gel filmed at like a thousand (laughs) frames per second. (laughs) You look like if Frankenstein's monster were electrified mashed potatoes. (laughs) Tom, James would like you to roast Brent Davis from his local school board. All right. Brent
2: Davis lost his run for school board by a just barely margin advocating. And I am not actually kidding here advocating performing actual medical experiments on children. Now, I know what you're thinking, Tom, Mm -hmm. that can't be true. This must be hyperbole. It is not hyperbole, not at all. And this is the part where the inevitable comparisons to Nazis would normally be made. But Brent, he's not even a good Nazi. Because unlike the Nazis, Brent isn't even trying to answer questions we don't already have (laughs) answers for. I mean, holy (laughs) fuck, Brent. At least the Nazi doctors... We're actual fucking doctors. (laughs) And to advocate experimenting on kids under the guise of parental choice? Fuck you, Brent. This may come as a shock, but your kids are not yours. I mean, they are, but you don't own them. They aren't pets, you stupid asshole. They are just small, super emotional people who haven't become useful yet. Your job as a parent is to shepherd them through the hazards of life, not to expose them to preventable diseases, because a reality TV host and a pillow salesman convinced you to be afraid of the wrong things. I'm glad Brent lost his bid for school board, but it's not enough. Brent needs to keep losing and losing and losing until he is stripped bare of everything he has ever held dear in his life and then finally be cast away into the trash bin of history with every other failed Nazi. <laughs>
7: He says, yep. does Tom always go
0: that hard?
9: Oh,
2: yeah. You should see him eat a steak. <laughs> no, you should not. No, you, uh, not. you would have to no. sign an
0: NDA. Uh, change, change of subject. Okay. Kara, you're up again. <laughs> Maggie would like you to roast people who stigmatize mental health care treatment.
7: Oh, yeah, this dude. And yes, I do mean dude, because the women he's converted to nutbaggery don't count. Hey there, Mr. Therapies for Sissies. If you could stop grinding your teeth for a second long enough to hear me. Um, hello? You are the one who needs therapy. Like, really badly. There are emotions other than white-hot rage and horny. And you'd know that. If culture created by sociopathic rapists wasn't the only form of humanity you've ever been exposed to. You're not a stoic. You're not a knuckle-down hard man. You're not a logical paragon. You are emotional constipation. And when your shit finally comes unlodged, the stench will be strong enough to distract you for a second from the internal turmoil of going through life with such a tiny little pecker. But just for a second. Just for a second. I hope they never get the smell out of the seats of your giant (laughs) pick-em-up (laughs) truck. That's
9: awesome. All right. Best friend.
0: Not best friends.
9: He told me you guys are best friends.
0: I I have a restraining order against him. Oh. Like,
9: yeah. Anyways, Nicole (laughs) would like you to roast Florida Gators football coach Dan Mullins.
0: Bold fashion choice, dressing like the Cajun guy. No one understands from the water (laughs) waterboy. You're six and six overall, and two and six in your division. They fired you the second to last game of the season. That's like firing your barber halfway through your haircut, (laughs) thinking it can't get any worse. When they pick the rankings and you go to the end of the season game, will it be the abominable, the contemptible, or the ineligible? <laughs> Noah, next one's for you. Paul donated 600 freaking bucks for you to roast Hong Xiuquan, leader of the Taiping Rebellion. Man, even your charity roasts are weird.
1: Not everybody needs a commentary for every roast, Kara. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> if, if you're unfamiliar... <laughs> Hong Xiquan is the guy who was too dumb for school but excelled as a religious leader. Um, sorry, let me <laughs> narrow that down for you. Um, he's the guy whose unbiblical random interpretation of Christianity got a fuck ton of people killed. Sorry, still not very narrow at all. Um, he's the cult leader who abused his authority to justify a harem while leading a deadly uprising against a ruling authority that had no chance of success fuck, he's the Chinese Joseph Smith. (laughs) I guess that's all the insult anybody really needs. So yeah, there you go.
0: Okay, Heath. Joe would like a roast of the mediocre white man.
5: Uh, Well, actually, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, Joe. If that's your real name, let me explain something to you. Let me explain to you how this works. Some of us are actually... Meh. Which is technically better than mediocre. Who knows that? And this is podcasting, Joe. This is our goddamn safe space for being toxic without consequences. How dare you, sir? How dare you? My people are being persecuted. It is so much less easy for us now. So much for months now. Months, Joe. Also... Therapy is not real. That's not a real thing. You just have to knuckle down and be a logical paragon and you smush those feelings down like you're muddling an orphan for the adrenochrome and you're fucking fine. Also, average penis. And I exploded. I explode. My face is And scene. That was my mediocre white man.
0: Beautiful. I'm not like that. Eli, Larry would like you to roast Matthew Mercer, the dungeon master of Critical Role.
9: Oh, yeah! look at me. I'm Matt Mercer, and I've been set the arduous task of running an actual play podcast with voice actors who love D&D. Fuck you. You DM for my players for one session, (laughs) (laughs) Mercer. One session, you will fly out of your body to go to heaven and kill God for making heat. (laughs) How dare you. Also, quit fucking up the curve for everybody else. You did two good seasons. You owe us a graduation. I want a graduation. <laughs> You're the god right. of the
5: universe we play in.
9: <laughs> You'd you think. would think. And Tom,
2: yeah. Zach would like a roast of Russell Brand. Excellent. Okay, I'm I'm not going to lie. I had to look up Russell Brand because I was like, what the fuck is a Russell Brand? And then after I watched his shtick for a bit, I thought, why
0: the fuck is Russell Brand? <laughs> That's the buzzer. That means it's time for a rapid fire spitening. And since Kara is here, the category is celebrities.
7: Oh, you guys, I'm not a celebrity.
2: Ah, uh, this is atheist podcasting. Like, if you're on TV for a reason other than crime watch, you are a celebrity. Yeah, nice. Or To Catch a Predator. Ah, beans. There's it just
9: you then oh, All right. <laughs> just, all
0: right. So, for the following famous folks, I'd like you to tell me what they'll be getting instead of a star on the
1: Hollywood Walk
0: of Fame. Big thanks to Nathan, Stephen, and Jeff, and Anna.
1: Ray Romano. Okay, this is a tough one for me because I'm so unfamiliar with Ray Romano <laughs> that I had to look oh, him up on. to know who he was. <laughs> And then he's and he's so boring that I forgot who he was while I was reading this Wikipedia article. So maybe instead of a star, he'll get an asterisk. (laughs) Yeah,
0: very good. All right, see. So why don't you do Scott Adams? Ooh, instead of a star, huh? Should be something he holds dear. Maybe a replica Trump dick, you know? Not a a ton of room to write anything, but, you know, most people wouldn't be able to distinguish it from a small, wild mushroom. Uh, Disney CEO Bob Chapek. Okay,
5: I'll take this one. So instead of a star, he'll be getting an amorphous blob on the Walk of Fame because he looks like an amoeba went to men's warehouse. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, like an amoeba got locked in a mashed potato factory somehow And just like oozed around clump after clump of the mashed potatoes <laughs> Shoved it all through his cell membrane into a vacuole Until it became the size of a human being And then took over Disney somehow <laughs> And now
0: he's getting him into gambling I think That's his uh, new big yeah,
5: business yeah, amazing.
1: <laughs> Crazy shit amazing.
0: Idiot Ivanka Trump Ooh, uh, Fucked by Her Dad, right? I mean, Ooh, maybe nice. maybe <laughs> another
9: facelift, but definitely Fucked by Her Dad. <laughs> oh Jesus.
0: The cast of Alaskan Bush People. Kalinda. Oh,
7: Jesus, I don't know. Some kind of Blair Witch grave marker for teens to run away from at a sleepover?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Tom, Troy gave us $1,000 for you to roast the celebrity of Eli's choosing. Ooh,
9: Troy, you shouldn't have. Tom, yeah. Tom. Look me, look me in my eyes. Gotcha. Windows to my soul. I want you to feel this moment. I want you to feel the potential of all the angry tweets if my next two words were Britney Spears. (laughs) You're canceled. (laughs) The thoughts you just had thinking about what you would write, you're canceled. Someone's mad at you. They unfollowed you. They're off Patreon. But I'm going to go safer and nearer and dearer to your heart. Author of Grendel and my mom's first
2: husband, John Gardner. Oh, man. Instead of a star, John Gardner is going to get a motorcycle helmet. Oh. Okay. Maybe that's a little too late. (laughs) Yikes. Uh, (laughs) Yikes. He died in a motorcycle. Yikes. Yikes. He did. He did die in a motorcycle. Oh my God. Hey, John. Yikes. I know you thought of yourself as kind of like a badass modern American Tolstoy shattering the boundaries between art and commercialism. And I do unabashedly love your work, but. I also kind of wonder if maybe that crashed it and saved the world from the inevitable, insufferable descent into your own navel gazing that surely would have come if you had outlived the handful of good ideas you were accidentally
3: gifted. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> My favorite writer.
0: <laughs> well done. All right, let's get nasty. Or in Eli's case, let's stay nasty. It's time for a good old-fashioned <laughs> podcast feud. First up, John donated five hundred bucks for the scathing crew to roast. Kara.
1: Oh, no. Oh, that's that's impossible, as I have nothing negative to say about Kara. <laughs> Why, I enjoy her company so much that a record of god of movies that she guests on always manages to take almost twice as long as when she's not. <laughs> <laughs> so, where does that time go? I mean, it's not in the final edit, so seriously, where does it go? <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Kara, you want to just sit down for a second, if you don't mind? Take a seat. Huh? Yeah, uh-huh. this is. Uh, it's not a roast. It's more of an intervention. It's not pronounced Jif. <laughs> it's pronounced "gift." You, you got to stop doing Thank it. Thank you. You're Hitler. It's pronounced <laughs> Gif. You are Adolf Hitler. You're Joseph Stalin. You. <laughs> yes.
9: Agree. Hey, hey, Kara, Kara. You're not a nerd. You have a skincare routine, and your hair probably smells like. Apples. Nobody on TV is a nerd unless they're being talked over by an MSNBC host. You have an Emmy. The only nerds that get an Emmy are in a category none of us know about because they didn't bother showing it on TV. You are the Native American Halloween costume of nerds. And if you had an ounce of integrity in your magically unaging body, you would rename your podcast Nerd's Only Chance to Talk to Me. (laughs)
0: Um, but don't worry Kara don't worry we've got some sweet revenge here for you Nathan donated $200 for you to roast Eli plus Kyle tossed in an extra 50 so feel free to make it a good one or do him twice
7: yeah, well, if I did that, it would make me the only woman in history willing to do Eli Bosnick more than once. For <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> it all. Yeah, um, Don't get me wrong, Anna got a cute baby out of it, but I feel like you could have rolled those dice better by making a tampon out of the used tissues in his office. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <geez. laughs> okay, so uh, before I get to my roast... Oh, that wasn't the roast. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Keep keep up, keep up. All right. Before I get to my roast, I have some serious questions. No, I have a serious. Before I get to my roast, I have a serious question because I don't want to overstep any boundaries. Is Eli a legit toddler stuck in an adult's body? Because if he is, the things he does and says and smells are, like, totally normal. But if he's not, <laughs> then, like, Eli, what the hell is wrong with you? You were talking to me the other day, and you referenced grown-ups. Like, you were talking about other people as if you aren't one of them, Eli. You are 34 years old. I know, I know, it's a rough 34. And also, <laughs> you have a kid. You're not a character on Stranger Things, because <laughs> if you were, you'd <laughs> be significantly easier to outrun than a demigorgon. Oh! And learn the difference between your and your. I've had to correct like a thousand yeah. typos. In this yeah. Thank
2: you so <laughs> much. Jesus, so many.
9: Not for you, Heath. Not for you. Eli, sit no. down. This is an intervention. S- stealing. <laughs> stealing. <laughs> Heath is stealing from our dogs right now. And uh,
0: Tom donated $201 uh, for you and I to roast the idea of a and d podcast, Tom. So I'm going to go first here. You know that guy you game with? He talks exclusively in Doctor Who quotes. He visits... <laughs> Sword museums when he travels. He knows every single official magic the gathering ruling since 1994, but he has no idea who the fucking government is. 92. 92. Yeah. The guy who was a stain in the exact same spot on every single gaming meme t shirt. He sounds like the professor on The Simpsons and he hum chooses food when you get takeout. That guy needs an audio medium and a megaphone. That's what he needs. So-
2: d is like a paint-by-numbers story written slowly, by committee, and by accident. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you're part of that committee, you could be forgiven for accidentally thinking this wasn't the least compelling possible way to create something. But holy shit, a podcast of it is listening to other people slowly and by accident <laughs> tell a paint-by-numbers story as a committee. Look, I get that 2020 left a lot of people looking for things to do, but come on. Bake another loaf of bread. <laughs> uh, creating a podcast of you playing games with your friends is either a cynical cash grab or narcissistic masturbatory attention whoring. You know what? Actually, it can be both. It's both. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That's
9: All right. fair. Well, now you both have to guess on D and D minus, or I won't forgive you.
2: Now,
0: I'm okay with that. I want to come. I can, come even I can live with now. myself. All yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Let's finish up tonight with a few more of our high dollar donors. First, let's get our third highest donor out of the way. Mm-hmm. Who is, uh, let me see her. Uh, oh, it's us. That's uh, Tom oh. and I. Yeah. <laughs> is that uh, Little old us? It's little, <laughs> little old us. Two weeks ago on our live stream, Tom and I offered to match everything donated, and that added up to a total of $3,223. It actually wow. added up to less than that, but we, we just got so caught up on, like, helping people. We just, just kept fun So clicking. <laughs> Anyway, we just clicked a bunch. Anyway, we would like a roast from Morgan to Ian. No.
8: No. I'm going. no. Get off the mic. Gary!
6: Gary! Hey, everybody. It's me, Gary. I I mean, Morgan. You've never heard my name over on The Saving Atheist because, unlike Ian, my cast doesn't have to constantly tell me how to do my job. (laughs) There's been a lot of talk about Ian's Grammy. Ian has a Grammy. Wow, a Grammy. First of all, Millie Vanilli has a Grammy. Justin Bieber has a Grammy. And even with that said, Ian doesn't have a Grammy. His parents have a Grammy for their studio. And Ian was there. didn't want a Grammy is like saying everyone in the Twin Towers won a Boeing 767. <laughs> <laughs> he
8: doesn't even have a little gramophone. Shut up, Gary. We were both engineers so on it. Yours? Well, he was also the mix and master it's engineer. This you only worth one day. It was a one day session. And don't get me
6: started on the
8: other Grammy wins. Hey, I had to see his penis. If that doesn't give me a Grammy, what does? This I've seen
6: yours, and do I get a Grammy? And might I say it's not much to look
8: at. You would know you fucking can't, doll. Get off me!
6: The script. Fine. Oh, and Ian, these letters at the front of my words, they're called consonants, man, and you lower them like a fart that somehow sounded like a gay slur. What I'm saying <laughs> is the shows are a little hard to hear, or as you'd edit it, R to ear, you <laughs> That wasn't in the script,
8: you fuck. No, fuck you. No, fuck you. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Why do you get off on this? What is going on, Gary? Why are they still laughing? <laughs> I don't know, Ian. 90% of both these podcasts
6: are snowing each other's sports. What is wrong with them? Can't they be nice? No, yeah, this is the internet. Hey, Ian? Yeah? Are we still going to get ramen?
8: No, not anymore. Thanks a lot, Noah. Yeah, thanks a lot, Noah. Are you okay? No, Gary, you take it too far sometimes. They told me to say it. I, I, How you feeling? It's okay, they're just jealous. You
6: can do work. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay, let's go not get ramen. Okay. Wait, who's going
0: to edit the broadcast? Who gives a fuck? Oh, uh, Ian's going to like that. Now, if we sound real <laughs> quiet or real loud for the rest of the court, <laughs> you know, we made the right request. All right. How about everybody gives Rachel a proper whomping?
7: Okay. Okay. I'll go first. So um, Rachel looks like the first thing she noticed about her husband was his monster energy hat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you say,
5: I'd like to speak to the manager three times, Rachel actually appears behind you as a
9: patronus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, look, I know the idea of a welfare mom is actually a racist trope used by Republicans, but that doesn't mean it's not also Rachel, right? She has seven kids and negative one job since she refused the COVID vaccine. (laughs) Thanks to Rachel, I now have to change my political views to say I support a robust social safety net, except in the case of Rachel.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Rachel, No one takes a picture of a baby bump when it's number seven. (laughs) Don't be surprised when someone puts a little loop around your neck and takes you to get neutered because at this point, it's not a little blessing from heaven. It's an invasive species. (laughs) You're not making little angels. You're a dollar store crotch fruit 3D printer that runs on
1: Cheetos and canned margaritas. Well, okay, but given her feelings on vaccinations, seven kids does not equal seven eventual adults. So she says, Jesus well, you know, she's, she's, she's popping them out like a fucking medieval peasant with the hopes that at least two of them make it to corn shopping. Age.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so good. Oh, hey, Rachel. Also, you don't hate reading you're bad at because you're fucking stupid don't post you can't post on facebook that you hate read facebook is reading stuff you dumb shit that's like trying to sell a sloppy discordant album of songs all written about how you hate music you don't hate reading rachel you're just incompetent but that's okay, it is, it's fine. Because no one is turning to you for your fucking advice or your deep thoughts. No one is walking around with like WWRD bracelets. <laughs> you aren't filling theaters full of people hanging on your every word. That's not what you're for, Rachel. You're actually not for anything though. That's the part no. that sucks <laughs> not for me. It doesn't oh, suck no. for me, it sucks for you. Because you are nothing, Rachel. You are absolutely, completely and utterly nothing. The moment your cells finally crumble and give way and begin their grateful sigh of decomposing into something better than you, the process of everyone forgetting you will be already nearly complete. So whatever makes you happy, you go ahead and go for it, Rachel. Be a forgettable <laughs> cog in an unextraordinary machine. I love Nobody that. ever cares.
9: <laughs> care.
5: Cellular death finds its way into the end a lot of the time.
9: Yeah. The really hard- yeah.
5: begin crumbling. It okay. makes me very happy. <laughs> oh, God. If there
9: are philosophy majors in our audience, they could compile all the roast scripts and do like a really good analysis of our deepest <laughs> personalities <laughs> using our roasts.
0: Okay, we got another thousand bucks from Kenny and Kyle's app company to roast people who use RBG-like nicknames.
5: Yeah, fuck you, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. (laughs) (laughs) About time we took her down a peg. Fuck you. No, just to be clear, Kenny and Kyle said to roast people like Amy Coney Barrett or Marjorie Taylor Greene who don't deserve the honorifics they try to use like RBG. They use their initials like that. And yes, those two people are hot, wet garbage. But even worse, <laughs> people who use all those text message abbreviations, they're just so much more. They, I hate it so much. I-M-H-O, I fucking hate you. I hate you. <laughs> just type a word. You don't even have to type it now. You could just wave no. your finger kind of close to the letters <laughs> on a thing and they, they, they pop up for you. But that's entire messages now in those abbreviations. Just like F-W-I-W-T-I-L-T-F-Y Lemon. Clap hands. What? You, you, I don't know what that is. What the fuck are you talking about? Construct a full thought, you lazy piece of shit. This, gatekeeping. this is gatekeeping. This is a
9: microaggression. You're gaslighting me. Get off my lawn. Okay, I'm going to take the less you. obvious MTG. I'm going to go with Magic the Gathering you chose. Look, listen to me. Listen to me. Nobody has ever needed to say Magic the Gathering Quickly. Okay. <laughs> Just go ahead and say the full name of your card game. I promise <laughs> it's all going to work out.
7: All right. All right. Okay. I'm going to take KFC. Really? KFC? The stone teenagers and Noah's family on his birthday don't quite have time to pronounce <laughs> Kentucky Fried <Jesus>. Chicken. <laughs> oh, really? Who is that for? Like, nobody is eating gravy out of a gun and using leet speak. <laughs> Maybe it's because that greasy shit under the crunchy shit isn't actually like chicken. Just like TLC. No learning is happening on that channel. <laughs> okay.
1: It's to distract people from the fact that it's fried, Kara. All right. So I know this isn't on assignment. None of us have really been on assignment, but I'm going to go with uh, people who use the term MMORPG. Oh, my God. For fuck's sake, people, at this point, just name the goddamn thing. You know how many unused collections of common English phonemes there are with fewer than six (laughs) syllables? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, you fucking nerds might actually know that. But holy fucking shit, if you need to encode all that unnecessary information into the title, maybe go with something pronounceable. For fuck's sake, initialisms are meant to shorten phrases, not long them. Do we need to know that it's fucking massively multiplayer? If it's an online fucking game, it's multiplayer! (laughs) Do we need to know it's a game if it's... For fuck's sake, Morg! That fucking works! Morp! That fucking works! Just take a lesson from whoever coined Shmup, you (laughs) self-important assholes! I don't know. I I rather like the
2: 1,000 endless cuts destroying our culture and humanity piece by fucking piece. Let's all just LOL, our way into oblivion. Everything should be a fucking shortcut. Nothing is worth spending time on. Oh, communicating with other people in rich and meaningful ways through a process of heartfelt and honest word choice? Nah, fuck it. Dumb every single thing dumb down to the most efficient, smallest possible package. Let's all be the micro-penises of the communicative world. <laughs> Technically viable, yet unfulfilling.
0: <laughs> all right. How about a pylon for the people who excused and enabled Alicia and Teresa's abuser? Fuck all your faces. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, we got we got four of them. So I'm gonna take Pastor West. Pastor, yes, I read that correctly. <laughs> <It's a steam.
4: laughs> he's, he's
1: named like a goddamn comic book villain. He's West Pastor, <laughs> the pastor who excused spousal abuse during marriage counseling as the husband reacting to his wife's rebellion against his divine authority, <sighs> and also looks like George W. Bush's gay porn stunt double. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I realize that these holy men siding with your abusers is disgusting and horrible, but it's not surprising. I mean, in their <laughs> book, they say that man is made in God's image, and there's no more textbook gaslighting abuser than the Christian God. Also, Reverend John looks like someone made an effigy of the dad from Family Ties out of uncooked sausage.
5: <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, I'll take Reverend
5: Darren Pesnell. He was the lead pastor of this abuser's church. He knew about what was happening and he completely ignored it to make sure the abuser wouldn't stop making his big donations. And he looks like the concept of a wedgie came to life as a human being. <laughs> okay, okay, I know bullying is a bad thing, but on the other hand, okay, on the other hand, yeah, I'm listening. Reverend Darren, <laughs> he exists. Yeah,
2: excellent. He Solid. looks
5: like he's always getting a wedgie, but here's the problem. He's enjoying it, which is yeah. <laughs> so much worse. He's ruining perfectly good bullying of him. <laughs> <laughs> but he's about to drown in his own lung fluid from COVID soon. So, <laughs> you know, probably a happy ending to this whole
2: thing. All right, well, At there least you go. for him. <laughs> was, Stephanie is a religious marriage counselor, uh, which is like being an actual counselor, but without... The skills or education or authority or credentials. <laughs> <laughs> and and I mean, it shows because unsurprisingly, she's just another shill for the patriarchal bullshit designed to protect the fragile egos of toxically masculine dude bros who attend counseling but won't own who they are. And Stephanie not only gives voice to that toxicity, but she excuses it and thereby encourages it. She is the bullshit, spineless dipshit who misses the entire point of therapy, which is to emerge a better version of yourself as a result of the work, and instead she seeds the entire floor to cowardice under the guise of pragmatism. Stephanie is the living exemplar of why religiosity is not a substitute for competence and training, but is an impediment to both. My only hope for Stephanie is that she finds herself one day also mired in a quagmire, desperate and afraid and heartsick. And when she goes looking for help, the <laughs> life preserver she clings to is another shitty anchor shaped just like her.
0: Damn it. <laughs> Jesus. So dark. Okay. John tossed us $2,000 for us to roast gun culture militia far right nonsense.
5: Oh, good work, John.
9: Okay. I think every state guard, <clears throat> Fremen on the land, Boogaloo boy, militia member should have to fight one tank. <laughs> just one. Hey, we we'll put it on national TV. We can pay-per-view it. You take all your fucking <laughs> fancy, fucking doped up hunting rifles and just go to town on that <laughs> six inches of steel that you absolutely can't get through. And then, and then the stone teenager representing the bottom third of America's high school population can mow all of you down and make the species stronger.
5: All right. And uh, that was actually a
9: pretty accurate summary of
5: what happened in Waco, Texas in 1993 right there. Uh, Also, by the way, Eli thinks it's paper... View like made of paper so that crazy. you would write on. <laughs> That's my favorite I'm thing. I'm pretty favorite. sure everything is well, so paper. It's so bone <laughs> apple tea. You, Eli, what does, what does that I'll mean to you? <laughs> Where is paper involved in that? Well, you the, you, you got paper a
9: paper view. like like it's like tickets. <laughs> tickets are made out of paper. <laughs> tickets are made out of paper, <laughs> and yeah. you
2: buy tickets to the view.
9: Well, the original Eli, paper view. Eli, what year is... is
2: it that your tickets are made out of paper? <laughs> by the way, <laughs> okay. You're a time
9: Thank you. <laughs> Okay, back to the
5: shitty gun culture boogaloo whatever the fuck. Your whole theory is based on the idea of defying the government when they make too many rules. Like, for example, no abusing kids in Waco, Texas or don't spread plagues now, please. <laughs> also, well, none of you idiots are aware of this, but That half sentence you memorized badly about being born free, but now in chains all over the world, that's from The Social Contract by Jean-Jacques Rousseau, who was writing that in 1762. (laughs) So it has nothing to do with what you're talking about. There are no monarchs in America. You're dumb. If I can't have a (laughs) 200,000 bullet bump stock on my murder stick, I am literally in chains. of I'm a slave of... Nope. Nope. You're an idiot. (laughs) You're dumb. Stop talking. (laughs) And the U.S. government is going to oppress you whether you fucking like it or not. And I'm glad about that. I hope they (laughs) oppress glad.
7: All right. So here's what I don't understand. A gun is statistically more likely to kill your kid than anything good that would happen with it. And what's absolutely batshit is that gun owners know this, and then they tell you that they're the ones who are immune to statistics. Like, if a guy dressed as a clown told you there was a small chance of him killing your kid, you'd beat him to death with a fire (laughs) extinguisher. But all of a sudden, baby juggling with bozo is your hobby, and you're willing to take that risk.
1: (laughs) God, imagine a world where you guys devoted as much time to, like, Real problems that exist in the world as the imaginary ones in your fever dreams, <laughs> right? Or, or barring that, where you just caused fewer real problems by preparing for all those imaginary ones, or, or barring that, where you all just died of some mysterious disease that causes you to shit your own lungs out. <laughs> Stop pretending
0: you're tough. Guns aren't that heavy. Also, <laughs> guns are not complicated devices. It takes more coordination to get an ID out of your wallet than it does. <laughs> yep. You don't need, and you don't look like a predator in camo. You look like a doughy, slightly harder to see Elmer Fudd whose gun is worth more than his car and its Volkswagen Wabbit season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh,
2: hey there, Hagen Running around in the woods and playing paintball with your unemployed friends for six minutes until one of you breathlessly calls for a timeout (laughs) to have a quick cigarette. That's not militia training, okay? That's fine. We don't need a militia. Hey, Hey, in your mind, who exactly is the enemy when you play your weird Second Amendment Fantasy League murder games? (laughs) Like, seriously, if you're sitting in your raised ranch in Iowa, (laughs) polishing the receiver (laughs) on your AR-15 in loving strokes, and you're dreaming of the day you're gonna defend America from China, you've lost your fucking mind. If China makes their way to Iowa, what the fuck (laughs) do you think your dime store playthings are gonna do against a force that has already overrun our actual fucking army? (laughs) Do you think, then, that you're gonna be fighting Our government? Uh, Do you think that's going to go well for you? (laughs) No, no. You know that's not why you have your guns. You have them because you're scared, and these are your nightlights. These are your fucking wubbies, you big, stupid, violent baby. And you're suckling on the teat of a lobby that's exploiting your fear and your cowardice, you dumb motherfucker. (laughs) And you're literally paying them for that privilege.
0: Yeah, that's true. (laughs) All right, let's finish up tonight with JC, who donated $2,000 to roast whatever the heck we want. I'm going to go first. Joe Rogan looks like a very well-worn Reebok pump wished super hard that it could be a real boy. (laughs) (laughs) You're a see and but for mansplaining. You're You're Alex Jones if he ate more kale. (laughs)
5: Excellent choice I was gonna go with Joe Rogan I'll take my second choice Ben Shapiro (laughs) Whose wife told him A wet vagina is a disease And he (laughs) believed (laughs) her And he tweeted about it proudly He's the cure for that disease In our face (laughs) And he looks like a propaganda poster Made by a women's activist group Against shitty white men That's what he looks like He's the cure for female priapism and male. <laughs> if your erection lasts more than four hours, Google Ben Shapiro.
2: You're fine. <laughs> yeah, care uterus, penis, whatever. It'll shrink right back down. You're fine. Are this ones for you, the American healthcare system? You're not even a proper system. Your health outcomes are poor and you don't actually care. You are a failure a million times over every single fucking day. Feeling sick? Need some help? You better hope you know exactly who to go to and how to get that help. Because if you have any confusion at all about exactly which subspecialist you should go to for the diagnoses you aren't supposed to have made for yourselves, then you can go ahead and collect $200 and Pasco and do the whole fucking thing over again while raw fucking yourself. And no matter how many times you fill out a form or a history or explain to the nurse why you're there, every goddamn visit always starts with the same fucking question. So what brings you in today? Because they have no idea who you are. Because to everyone at a normal court medical group, you are a moment, not a person. You are a complaint devoid of context and stripped of your humanity. Nobody reads your chart except for the briefest possible glance to confirm the simplest possible rubric a moment before bursting into the goddamn room to give you a distracted and disinterested seven minutes before writing a prescription you can't afford for a pill that doesn't work. The whole system is a waiting game designed not to care for you, but to crush your will to continue. Make an appointment, wait weeks or months, order tests, more waiting, results came back, you need more help, fuck you then. You'll need to do that work yourself because nobody's going to call you and nobody's working on the problem because nobody gives a shit about you even when you pay them to. And for all this runaround and indifference, you have the unique privilege of paying the highest cost in the developed world for a distinctly, objectively, measurably low standard of care. Don't get me wrong. I love modern medicine, but our artificial scarcity of doctors being run through an unnecessarily cruel and Byzantine system only to emerge deeply siloed into ever more specific subspecialties available only to a moneyed and privileged few who can outwit and outlast the system is
1: not a system worth keeping and definitely not one worth celebrating. Amen, brother. Um, Well, I was going to go with the American healthcare system and Ben Shapiro so my fourth choice is Dave Chappelle, who can twist his own dick off with a pair of vice grips. And you know, I'm thinking maybe when he abandoned his hit show and upended a business that at least scores of people other than him were depending on financially, maybe we were a little too quick to accept his 43 contradictory self aggrandizing excuses. I don't know, maybe it's just a <laughs> shitty fucking person that skyrocketed to fame when ha-ha weed is all we asked of our comedy and he stayed there because white dude bros were allowed to laugh at racism if he did
9: <laughs> So I'm going to roast a little something very near and dear to my heart this week. Tamiflu. Tamiflu, if you're not familiar, because you're a normal person with a body that works, is what they give you when you're fat and your heart beats like fucking Rush Limbaugh trying to climb the stairs out of hell. Make <laughs> sure flu last two days left, maybe. But actually what it does is it makes you fucking vomit. It's the fucking ivermectin as punishment for eating too many marshmallow pizza at four o'clock in the morning while you stare at the refrigerator. Get a better drug. What the fuck are you, Tamiflu? Oh, don't double up on your medication because this will fucking kill you. Maybe I shouldn't take it at all then, Tamiflu. Or maybe I should just have the flu. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fucking...
5: Is Tamiflu a a medication for flu? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Is it going
5: well for you or no? (laughs) (laughs) He's
1: he's finding out that boost your immune system doesn't mean what the hippies think. (laughs) And yeah,
9: and yeah. Uh, but before everyone fucking writes to me, of course I got a fucking flu shot. Everyone got a fucking flu shot. <laughs> Assholes. They don't work. That's why I have the flu. <laughs> all right. It don't fucking a... work. Right. you Google effectiveness of the fucking flu shot? All and then right, you look me right. in my fat eyes <laughs> and tell me as I vomit my... for the 27th time today that I should have gotten a flu shot. I got a flu shot. Poor Eli. <laughs> I feel like he didn't you, get a flu shot. They do you work. You saw the little asterisk well. underneath
7: when you got your flu shot that said works for everyone but Eli, right? <laughs> yeah.
5: Right.
7: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
9: for Eli. It. Feature, not a bug. <sighs> yeah. All right. So my doctor said, as long as this you're not one, a
5: toddler in an adult's body, this will yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, this fine. A
9: medical marvel over here.
7: <laughs> <laughs> this one is for all the racist, sexist, xenophobic, homophobic, transphobic, ableist, ageist, misogynistic, alt-right assholes out there.
0: Fuck you. Ooh. I'll second that. Yeah. That's it. That's all you get. Two votes. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Thank you so much, Kara, for joining us and thanks, Noah, Keys, Thank and
1: Eli. And thanks, listeners, for cracking $400,000. $400,000. God, God damn. Amazing. Amazing. This is pretty damn good.
0: Thank you so much to the Puzzle and the Thunderstorm crew, Noah, Heath, and Eli for coming on and doing Vulgarity for Charity. You can catch them all the time. They have four other podcasts every week. They do GAM, God-awful movies. They do Scathing Atheists. They do uh, Skeptocrat, and they also do D&D Minus. And then they do a podcast with us, Citation Needed. And if you have fun, listening to us talk and, and and make fun of each other and make fun of other people for money on Vulgarity for Charity and you think that's a fun segment, you should check out Citation Needed. Citation Needed is an absolute Such a fun blast. show. It's so much fun. We have such a great time. And, uh, and actually, you know, we get messages all the time that say, you know, you guys sound like you have a lot of fun doing it. We really do. We do. We really do enjoy yeah. it. So it's a great time. So come check out Citation Needed <clears throat> with the puzzle, guys.
8: And also, a thank you to Kara Santa Maria for joining us for Vulgarity for Charity. The guys recorded this outro earlier, so they didn't know Kara would be on this one. Make sure to check out Kara Santa Maria's podcast at talknerdy.com and her Twitter at Kara Santa Maria. And apparently, there's also another podcast she's on. Um, <coughs> oh, that's my baby coughing in the background. So, okay, thanks again.
0: Uh, we want to thank, of course, everybody who donated. We're going to continue on doing these roasts. We're going to be done with them in a couple of weeks. We're gonna finish so out so much better than a couple so of years. So much better than a couple of years. But That's we're like gonna, a 50 second of the time it took <laughs> we're us. We're <laughs> gonna do, we're gonna do them right in a row though. So we're gonna get rid of We're gonna, we're gonna wind up going through all of these as quickly as we can, uh, because we wanna make sure that everybody who 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 paid to have a roast hears their roast in a timely fashion. So in the next couple of weeks, they'll all be done. We'll finish them well before the end of the year. But we want to thank everybody who donated in the in the drive. Uh you raised a lot of money for modest needs, and it's a really amazing thing. We're not going to do email, and we're not going to do patrons this week. Uh, we recorded this a little early because we had to. Uh, we were going to, Tom and I were going to be gone this week, so uh, so we want to we want to just uh, close out the show. Next week we will be doing uh, email. We'll be doing patrons. So send us your messages, and uh, we will be reading all the patrons of the last couple of weeks. But that is going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptics Creed.
3: Credulity is not a virtue.